0: Happy New Year and welcome to the MyCare Champion Cast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Laura Hall of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. As you know, we started this podcast as an eight episode series on key issues surrounding healthcare in our state last year. But well, we're back for 2018 and going to continue bringing you the MyCare Champion Cast throughout the year. Today, we're talking about healthcare transparency to coincide with the launch of verifymicare.org. Verify My Care is a new website from the MHA and Michigan hospitals to share important quality of care information with patients and their families to help them make better healthcare choices. When we talk about transparency, we're talking about giving the public reliable and timely information about infection rates, mortality, and other key quality metrics in the hospitals in our area. We have three guests today who will help us understand what's happening in our state related to transparency at hospitals, and what's to come in the future of these efforts. First, we'll talk to Tina Fries-Decker, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Spectrum Health, about her health system's efforts to share more information with its patients and her involvement in statewide transparency efforts.
1: Transparency is very important to me and to my organization Spectrum Health because it allows purchases of healthcare services to have information to make meaningful decisions regarding the care or the services that they are receiving. And without that information, they uh, could be blind in understanding what they could be taking forward. So I, I believe it's very important to provide information so people can make the right decisions for themselves.
0: You kind of touch on this, but why is it important for a hospital or health system to be transparent?
1: For healthcare, it's a sacred trust with the person that we're serving. and um, we're, we're people caring for people, and part of that is having the very honest conversations about what we what we do on a regular basis and with the patient, and helping them make the best choice for them. So we have to be transparent about all issues, complexities of of the certain of the specific healthcare services that are offered. As well as the other things that go into that service, whether it's the quality of care, the patient experience, or the financials, it's important that the patient has the full picture because it's their life, and we are helping them live a healthier life.
0: And so what is Spectrum doing to be more transparent?
1: We've, we've done quite a bit in the past 10 years. In 2006, we began posting our average prices for common procedures on our website and we've added to that over the years and now we have a cost estimator tool available on our priority health website. We also have started new features with our My Health portal through offering lab results and imaging results available within 6 to 12 hours of the procedure uh, so that patients can get that information real-time and not have to wait. We launched in 2015 or so the uh, patient satisfaction results. So patients can see our patient satisfaction survey results and all of the comments, unless it includes uh, patient-protected information, on our website, so they can choose which physician, which service they would like to receive based on those comments. So these are just a sampling of some of the transparency efforts that we have taken over the last decade, and it's made us better as an organization because we've put things out there publicly and said we're going to improve. We've also put this information out publicly so patients have... Can partner with us in their choice for healthcare services and a healthcare partner.
0: And I know also you are involved with some of the MHA's efforts. Um, what work are you doing with the MHA in regards to transparency?
1: We just finished with our work on the Quality and Safety Transparency Initiative. I was proud to be able to chair that subcommittee of the board, and we now have a new site, Verify My Care. That is a step in the right direction and a milestone for our efforts to improve transparency and empower patients and consumers to look up information and understand what's going on at their organization that they uh, seek care for and have more robust conversations with the providers and that organization. We're now taking it another step forward and starting the conversation about price transparency with a subgroup of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association Board. So I'm looking forward to further conversations about um, where we go with the price transparency. But the whole effort about transparency is that we do believe that it's important to empower patients and other care purchasers with the information to make meaningful decisions.
0: And what sort of response are you hearing from patients and people in the community about these efforts?
1: Most of the comments that I receive from patients is that they really value it. They, they, Appreciate being able to go, in our case, online to see the patient survey comments and to be able to understand and select how they choose a care provider or a service provider. It's similar to Amazon, where you can go and see the patient comments and the and the quality scores. And this just gives the patients one more way to validate that their choice is the right one, or to understand what they what what could happen when they walk in the door for a particular service.
0: And what are you seeing in term on the clinical side um, as a result of these transparency efforts? Does this impact outcomes or the care provided to
1: patients or anything like that? I see more focus for our providers and physicians wanting to get information out about our outcomes. We all want to do as well as we can, and we strive for excellence. And so putting our information out publicly highlights how well we perform against others and what we could do even better. So in many areas, I see people are excited about the potential for the patient satisfaction comments as well as the quality and safety scores because it allows us to continue to push and be better for the next person that we're caring for.
0: What advice would you have for a person in the community, you know, anywhere in the state who is maybe looking at some of these um, pieces of information that are online and maybe they see something that they have concern about um, related to the hospital in their community? Is there a good resource or is there, do you have advice for somebody in that position?
1: I would say that the first step for when you are seeking out a service from a healthcare organization is to look online and to understand what your choices are. The transparency efforts are a good way to give you information, but it shouldn't be the only step that you take or the last step that you take. It should be a step that you take and then ask further questions about it because the information can vary based on what type of healthcare organization you are visiting, the type of provider or physician you're, you wanna see, and so it's helpful to continue to ask the next question and to get the information that you need to be able to feel comfortable and confident in your healthcare decision. decisions. Well, those are all my questions. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? I'm very proud of Spectrum Health and our efforts towards transparency, especially leading the state uh, in providing this value to our consumers and to our community. I think all boats rise when we focus on transparency, and it helps us have a better dialogue with the people that we serve every day and truly fits with our mission to improve the health of the communities we serve. I am pleased that the Michigan Health and Hospital Association and my colleagues at other healthcare organizations throughout the state have also seen that transparency is important, that the patient's feedback is extremely important, and that we're working together to provide this information in an easy format for our community and the state of Michigan.
0: Next, we'll talk to Brian Peters, MHA's CEO, on what's happening on a statewide level and what's to come for the future of Verify My Care.
2: We're really living in a society now where you can access real-time information about your next restaurant meal, your next hotel stay. We can look at on-time arrival rates for commercial airline flights, and. We should be at the vanguard of the transparency movement within healthcare. When you think about it, healthcare is the most important aspect of our life. When push comes to shove, when we need emergent care, when we need, uh, care that is elective, when we need primary and preventive care, there ought to be information about the quality that's provided by, uh, various providers in the marketplace. And to the extent we can take a leadership role and own this issue, that's precisely what we ought to be doing.
0: And how have you seen attitudes about transparency change over the years?
2: We've seen a real sea change. I would say that A decade ago, uh, when we were still reeling from some of the national reports that were coming out for the first time about some of the medical errors that were occurring in American hospitals and and some of the very negative consequences of of those errors, that the response from many healthcare professionals was uh, there is tremendous complexity in terms of how we collect and analyze data in the healthcare space, and then how we present that in a meaningful fashion to consumers. And really the challenge at that time was there wasn't a very reliable, common metric that would allow us to present information to consumers and to patients and their families uh, that gave us any real uh, uh, feeling of uh, validity. And we use that to some degree as a rationale to do nothing or to really drag our feet in terms of presenting any sort of information. And the sea change that we've seen over that time is those challenges still persist. Uh, There there are real issues in terms of uh, our ability to create a a common platform that, that is meaningful and robust no question those challenges persist and they're they're valid. But we're no longer using that as a rationale to do nothing. I think that the healthcare field has rallied together, particularly hospitals have looked at the, the reality of the situation and said, we need to embrace transparency despite all of these issues that we're aware of. We need to put something forward and let the public know that we are not trying to hide anything uh, from from folks who are accessing care in our facilities. We are doing our best to put forward the information that exists today and we're trying to get even better going forward in terms of the robustness of that data, the reliability of that data. So I think there has been a real change and, and we ought to be proud of that change. A lot of work remains. Uh, To do, but but I think we're on the right path.
0: Just to dig deeper into what you were just saying, um, because healthcare is so complex, I go in for a gallbladder surgery and it'll be different from somebody in a different age group. Is that kind of the thing that is the challenge that you're talking about there?
2: That's certainly part of it. I think the other reality is you think about a typical hospital board meeting. For many years, hospital trustees uh, are able to look at a financial statement and understand that the generally accepted accounting principles or gap rules create this common platform where they can compare and contrast uh, facility A with facility B and understand that those generally accepted accounting principles create validity and create a common platform that's been generally accepted. Uh, That has not existed in the healthcare space. And you think about a particular facility that may treat a very complex patient load, folks who have many comorbidities, try to compare and contrast the performance of that hospital versus another which may have a very different patient load. Uh, That is a very real challenge. How do you create a common metric uh, that has a severity adjustment mechanism that everyone can agree on and and believes is valid. Uh, I think we're in a better place today than we were 10, 15 years ago, but many clinicians would say we're just not there yet. Uh, I think one of the challenges that you have when you talk with physicians has been this notion that, you know, my performance numbers are different because I treat a much sicker much more complex patient load than my, my colleague physicians, uh, either in this same hospital or in another hospital. And while that may very well be true in some cases, it's been very difficult for us to actually drill down and, and again, severity adjust so that we can present that information in a reliable way. And so, again, that's the challenge we continue to have. Uh, but I think we're we're in a better place now, yeah. without doubt. So, what are we
0: hoping to accomplish or achieve by becoming more transparent?
2: Again, we really believe that healthcare ought to be on the cutting edge of the transparency movement uh, because it is the most important thing that we access. And so, uh, at the end of the day, we're trying to be leaders and not responders. One place you don't want to find yourself as a field is responding to the state legislature, responding to Congress, responding to some external entity that decides we haven't been proactive enough, we're going to dictate the terms of how we go about transparency. We don't want to find ourselves in that spot. We think that if, in fact, hospitals and healthcare providers can come together. Uh, and be proactive that we're going to put forward a much more robust, meaningful, accurate, and patient-friendly transparency initiative than anyone outside of our field could possibly do. Uh, The challenge there is having the the leadership and having the, uh, the ability to come together as a field, that's going to be a challenge. It has been a challenge, but that's what we're trying to accomplish at the end of the day. We want patients, consumers, when it's all said and done, to believe that hospitals and healthcare are just as interested in transparency around the quality of care they provide as the airline industry, hotels, restaurants, and other sectors of our economy. That's really the end goal.
0: And so what is planned for the future as we continue to become more transparent and improve in this area?
2: The MHA Board of Trustees has actually taken this challenge very directly. Uh, We have a board subcommittee that's been working very hard on the transparency issue, and as we prepare to launch our new transparency website, that's really a very public demonstration of our commitment to transparency, truly on the quality of care side, and we've added a number of different metrics versus the previous site. As we look at transparency going forward, not only will adding additional pieces on the quality side be important, but also on the financial side. The reality is this is a very complex issue as well because people have different sorts of coverage. Some are covered by Medicare or Medicaid. Others are covered by private insurance. But even within the private insurance realm, those copay and deductible arrangements could be dramatically different depending on your plan. And in fact, one other element to bear in mind here is the fact that when you come into the hospital for an inpatient surgical procedure, Uh, The hospital can certainly provide information about the cost of that discrete procedure, but bear in mind that there is oftentimes expense related to care that leads up to that procedure and certainly rehabilitation, nursing facility care, all of the rest that could result post-inpatient surgical procedure. And so that total cost of care is obviously something that's going to be important to consumers going forward, particularly as their out-of-pocket cost uh, has increased over time, if you look at the trend here in American healthcare, care. So that sort of transparency on the financial side will be increasingly important as consumers demand that sort of information in addition to the important quality information. You
0: were saying the board is kind of figuring out the best way to present that information in a meaningful way coming up?
2: So the MHA Board of Trustees has shown great leadership by taking on this issue. And uh, we ought to be proud of the fact that our board is demonstrating that leadership at a time when there are so many other critical issues on the public policy side that are confronting the field. They've really uh, bubbled this issue up to the very top of the priority list, which is terrific. Uh, And yes, the board and our members at large are looking at not only what are the right metrics and and how to present those in a meaningful way, but uh, how can we do this in a way that is consumer-friendly, easy to understand, and boiling down what is a very complex issue in terms of healthcare delivery to something that is uh, very, very easy to understand for, uh, for most consumers. So, that is a challenge. Uh, I'm very proud of the work that we're doing.
0: Next, we'll talk to Sam Watson, the MHA Keystone Center Senior Vice President of Patient Safety and Quality, to learn more about the quality information on Verify My Care and what's being done to improve the quality of care in our hospitals.
3: The MHA's transparency efforts date back to 1997, when we first published the hospital data report that included information around hospital mortality, length of stay, and obstetrical uh, care. Fast forward in more recent times, where we moved to an effort to highlight process of care measures, um, primarily using the same data that was on the hospital compare site by Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, as well as... um, Price transparency, focusing on hospital charges and average reimbursement from CMS. Our most recent efforts in transparency are to revise our Verify My Care website, which is where our um, process uh, measures and our price transparency first lived, and this new effort is much more contemporary with the data that's presented on the website. It includes a number of outcome measures from infections to mortality, length of stay, obstetrical, obstetrical complications.
0: How did you decide what information to include on Verify My Care?
3: The MHA board set forth with a task force of board members to help us identify what's the most relevant information to share with consumers. And then from that, we worked with our Person Family Engagement Council to test those ideas with them for their feedback. And what we arrived with were those measures that are meaningful to people. Mortality, how long am I gonna be in the hospital? If I'm having a baby, what's the likelihood that I might have a cesarean section?
0: Why does the MHA view this information as important to share publicly?
3: The MHA has always held that transparency is very important to help consumers make decisions for the best care for them. We see that this is one step in that process of sharing information with consumers. A number of our members have had transparency sites that have been well received by the consumers in the areas that they serve. This is an opportunity to bring it all together for the entire state in one place.
0: What are the next steps with this effort? I know you had mentioned pricing, um, Mm -hmm. and I know that the current iteration of the site does not include that information. um, What's to come with Verify My Care?
3: Verify My Care contains information only on quality outcomes at this moment. Um, And we'll continue to add to those quality measures over the course of time. But right now the MHA board has designated another task force to address hospital price transparency, especially in this day and age where we have um, high deductible health plans. Consumers are responsible for larger parts of the payment of their care. They need tools to help them understand what costs will be associated with care they're receiving in our member hospitals.
0: And um, in terms of the, I guess, to jump back to the quality, what are hospitals doing to um, to impact these quality numbers? You know, when we're talking about infection rates and you see information maybe that a hospital is not meeting the expected targets, right. what are the hospitals statewide doing to, in order to improve there?
3: Verify My Care is unique from most every other transparency website out there. If you look at any given transparency website, it's a point in time. Verify My Care is no different from the, that standpoint that it's a point in time. In our case, it's within the past six months. However, you can look historically at the data by flipping a switch on the website where you can look at the previous performance. That gives an appreciation by the consumer if the hospital is doing something to improve the quality of care and they'll actually see that change over the course of time. Hospitals also have, within their ability, to um, identify information on their own websites around things that they're doing in quality improvement.
0: I know you're also involved in those efforts to improve um, the quality of care. So are there specific um, focuses, I guess, right now or anything like that with the Keystone Center?
3: The MHA Keystone Center, which is celebrating its 15th year anniversary in 2018, has worked with member hospitals over the course of that time to improve various aspects of care, from intensive care unit uh, uh, reduction of infections, such as central line-associated bloodstream infections or ventilator-associated pneumonia, to the the catheter-associated urinary tract infection, which is unfortunately one of the more prevalent infections patients get, but is very preventable. We have um, also worked in the space of obstetrics. We have worked to reduce early elective deliveries by over 60% in the state. And we're also looking at the broad picture of what hospitals doing by reducing infections, be it um, in the ICU or be it on the general patient care areas, which impacts mortality rates directly. And we've actually seen a decrease statewide over the past several years in mortality rates.
0: So we're involved with kind of helping, get our, getting everybody working on those um, efforts and also reporting out in the end how everything's working.
3: The MHA Keystone Center has partnered with hospitals to deploy evidence-based best practice throughout the state. And now is the opportunity to share the results of that work through Verify My Care.
0: You can check out the new transparency website at verifymicare.org and see how your local hospital is performing. While you're there, be sure to read the information for patients section to learn more about the website and for some other helpful resources. And tell us what you think by clicking the contact us button at the top of the site. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're excited to be continuing the podcast in the new year and want to hear more from you. Let us know if there are topics you'd like to hear more about or if you have any other feedback by contacting us at communicate at MHA.org. And be sure to join us in two weeks for the next episode of the Champion Cast.